Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. How about you? It is such a wonderful day. You know, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing at this moment. Take time to honor the Lord God for what he has done for you in your life. You know, on last week, I talked about emotion and compassion. How being emotional stirs us up in ourselves, but having compassion excels us past ourselves. You know, one of the things I thought about after I stopped recording last week that I should have said or should have mentioned, you know, is that emotion is what put Jesus on the cross. But it was compassion that got him down. It was emotion that put him in the tomb. But it was compassion that rolled the rock away. Making the tomb empty because compassion is alive and well. And compassion is what will return to get emotional people. Well, on today, I want to talk a little bit about sympathy and empathy. You know, I won't take a lot of your time. You know how we do here on the traveling pulpit. I just want to give you God's word and get off. That way you can receive God's word and keep going. You know, God's word is like gasoline for your vehicle. You fill it up, it gets you going. You need to put oil in it, it'll let you know. God's word is the same way. Sometimes you don't always realize that you need God's word, but trust me. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you need God's word to fill you up so that when your uh, your light comes on and you say, I need a refill, that word of God is right here. And I'm grateful that the traveling pulpit can be your filling station if you so choose. And I thank you for being a part of this podcast ministry, as I'd like to call it. Uh, being a virtual minister, I think that God is doing some amazing things right now through his people, no matter where they are. You know, I understand the Lord to be very empathetic and not sympathetic, simply because sympathy, as Webster's Dictionary describes it, is the feeling or mental state brought about such sensitivity. You see, in the world, there are people who can only have sympathy for certain things. Meaning, the super rich can have sympathy for the poor. Why can they have sympathy for the poor? Because they themselves are not poor. Sympathy is like an invisible barrier that says, I feel sorry for you. It's much like what we're going through in these days and times right now, where you're having people of a certain ethnic group being uh, 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 reached out to in violence, in, in uh, oppression, in racism. And then you have those who are saying, 
I have sympathy for what you are going through. I have sympathy for what is happening to you. You see, sympathy is that barrier that says, I do not want to get involved. And for the super rich or the rich or those, you know, who do not want to get involved, most of them will say, where do I sign the check or how much do I sign the check for? Or where can I send my uh, tax deductible charitable contributions? That's sympathy. Sympathy is something that can be done from your living room, from watching CNN, from watching MSNBC. I feel so bad for those people. I'm so sorry those people are having to go through that. That's sympathy. And Hallmark Cards has a whole shelf full of sympathy cards. I'm with you or I feel for you or I am thinking about you. All that is sympathy. But what is empathy? Empathy, as Webster's Dictionary describes it, is the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of another. I wanted to bring sympathy and empathy on the on the this this broadcast today because I want to re, want to show that these two things uh though sympathy is is uh, a few hundred years older than empathy that empathy is the greater impact in the world that we're living in today simply because if you are a believer even if you're not a believer but you listen to the traveling pulpit because somehow the uh some of your friends may have uh encouraged you to listen to the traveling pulpit which by the way I want to thank you for sharing this podcast with others continue to do so because I believe the work of God is going forth and having its way in the world and And for those who may not have a relationship with Christ, but who know Christ, I want to extend to you his empathy. You see, Christ had to come. He had to come. Otherwise, he would not know what it is that we go through as human beings on this earth. He would not know the temptations we face when we are tempted by the devil to sin. And when he came, though he experienced these things, he experienced these things and did not sin. Jesus is the only one who can say that he fulfilled all 10 commandments. He absorbed all 10 commandments. He absorbed all the laws and he hung them on two. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul And love your neighbor as yourself. And can you say that you are upholding those two laws? Just those two. Can you say that you're upholding those two laws? Well, I'll tell you who's not. The world. The world will not ever uphold those two laws because the world feels that they do not want to be governed by laws. 
They want to do what they want to do. They want to live ungodly. They want to live unrighteously. They want to not have God in their lives. And so God will give them over to a reprobate mind. He will allow them to live how they want to live away from him. It hurts his heart to do so. But if it is their choice to do so, he will give them what they are choosing. Eternity without him. But so for you, what about you? Where will you spend eternity? If the history of mankind were to wrap up today, where will you spend eternity? And who will you spend eternity with? You see, Jesus, when he came, he came as a swaddling baby. He came as a helpless, innocent child. The seed of his father put into the womb of an earthly woman, a virgin. And she brought forth the man child of God. And he lived among us with empathy, not sympathy, empathy, another definition or, or, or an example of empathy says Jesus felt great empathy with the poor as opposed to Jesus has sympathy for the poor. Jesus stepped into history. He stepped into the world of mankind so that he could have empathy with the poor, meaning that he can go through, he can understand, he can be with his children, his father's children, I should say. But Isaiah, Isaiah nine sums it up like this. Nine and six says for to us, a child is born to us. A son is given and the government shall be on his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace of the increase of his government and the peace there will be no end and on the throne of david and over his kingdom to to establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from that time forth and forevermore the zeal of the lord of hosts will do this so jesus had to be had to be announced into the world the most famous scripture in all of the all of the scriptures is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, Isaiah broke it down for unto us, a child is born, a seed of God given into the virgin womb of Mary. It is time to look to the cross with empathy for those who are in the world. Yes, we have the ability to do things like modern technology and, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, online banking and, you know, driving in our cars. And, but there are those who do those things every day. And they do not know who Christ is. Do not sympathize with your brothers and sisters. Empathize with them. 
understand and reason with them with whatever it is they're going through. We have a great divide going on right now between the races. You have some, as I've said before, who who sympathize, but then you have others who are actually in and they empathize. You know, I have I've said um, to to outside of uh, the Traveling Pulpit podcast, I've said to certain groups, you know, in my in my in my time growing up, I have seen the both sides of the cultural differences. And my experience is I understand what my ethnicity means when we're when we're being oppressed. But then I understand the ethnicity of of sympathy that says, well, tell me, help me, help me to understand. There is only one way to understand, and that is through Jesus Christ, because Jesus tells the story of how it how he came to the world to empathize with us all. If you are in this world, you are oppressed by sin. Sin is the ultimate. It, it, it is the common denominator. That's what it is. That's what sin is. Sin is the common denominator. So whether whether you feel oppressed because you are you are you are uh, 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 a particular ethnic group that is that is feeling oppression or whether you are a particular ethnic group that is trying to understand the oppression. Understand this. Sin is the oppressor. Sin has caused people on both sides of the same coin to split it in two. Sin has caused both groups to see themselves as different rather than equal. I get it when people say I don't see color. I let them say that. I let I let them get that off their chest. I don't see color. I don't try to, you know, call them out or tell them that they're a lie or anything. No. Because some people, they want to not see color. But the one thing that we cannot see is sin. But I am here right now today on the traveling pulpit to let you know. We ought to see Christ. We ought to come to Christ. We ought to bring our problems to Christ. We ought to bring our sin to Christ. And how do we do so? By believing that he exists. Hebrews 11.1 1 reminds us this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For the people of of old receive commendation and by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. It's that simple. That is our nucleus. We have to have faith and we have to believe in God. Why? Because Hebrews 11 6 says without faith it is impossible to please him. And whoever would draw near to God must first believe that he exists and he rewards those who diligently seek him. This is where we are today in in this day and time in this part of uh, this part of life we call history. 
We must have empathy for one another, not sympathy. Sympathy causes us to stand back and not get involved. But empathy is the invitation to get involved of in to your brothers and your sisters lives to find out what's going on in their lives. Not just to say, I feel sorry for you. No, but to say, I've been there. I know what you're feeling. I understand that pain. Even though even though our paths are totally different, we don't walk in the same shoes. We're still going in the same direction because all paths lead to Christ, believer or non-believer. All paths lead to Christ. So rather than telling the television, I feel sorry for what those people are going through. Find someone in your uh, circle Find someone outside of your circle that you can say, I understand the pain that you're feeling. I understand the, 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 uh, the, the, the oppression that you may be feeling. Why? Because I am, I too am a sinner and sin has oppressed me to the point where I feel I don't know what you're going through. No, sin is the common denominator for all of us to build the foundation of belief on. And when we do so, when we come together and we build that foundation of sin, I'm when, sorry, when we build that foundation of, of, of empathy together, this is what will happen. The Bible says in Isaiah 40, I'm going to start at 28. It says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. His he gives power to the faint and to and to him who has no might. He increases strength. Even youth, youths shall faint, shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Traveling pulpit family, it is time to get involved. Let's not get involved with sympathy. Let's get involved with empathy because sin is attacking us. Sin is trying to destroy us and sin is trying to separate us. So when you see something going on in your in your own household, in your own neighborhood, in your workplace, in your travels, we are all one step away from eternal separation with God. Don't let that happen to your brothers and your sisters. Don't let that happen to to your friend or your neighbor. And please do not let that happen to yourself. Hold on. One more day. When you feel like breaking loose, letting go, falling apart, hopeless, hang on one more day. God has something for you. And I know it is wonderful. He has not gone through this world 
to do the things that he did just to boast and brag on the things that he has done for himself. No, he did those things for you so that you can tell others about what grace has done for you, a sinner in your life. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for the opportunity to just come and just share with you on today just this little bit of 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 love that is inside of me. You know, my voice is not for everybody. I get that. I understand that. And the traveling pulpit may not be for everybody. I get that and I understand that. But I will tell you this. God's word is for everybody. And I encourage you, if this isn't for you, share this with somebody because you could be holding back your blessing. Share this message with someone. Share the traveling pulpit with another person, your coworker, your family member, a total stranger in Walgreens or Walmart, wherever you are. Let them know what the Lord has done for you, because the person who delivers the message may not be the person that 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 you that you, uh, you know, vibe with or, you know, you can withstand hearing. But God's word is something that everyone needs to hear. I say this because I love you and I mean it. God's word is for everybody. And I pray that you continue to share this word with everybody, everyone you come in contact with. You can uh, copy it or paste it. It's on social media. Copy it, paste it, send it out to another. It doesn't matter as long as the as long as the word of God goes out. That's all that matters. And that's all that matters to me. Well, traveling pulpit family, that is my time. I am so grateful. I'm so thankful. I will look forward to doing this with you again on the next Sabbath, the day that the Lord has made that we should all be glad and rejoice in. For the Traveling Pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, telling you I love you and I mean it. And we will do this again real soon. Bye for now.